Welcome back to episode 133 of the Woman of Marvel podcast, where we assemble to chat all things Marvel and more. Today's episode is brought to you by Loot Crate. This is Judy Stevens, producer. Today, we are getting gearing up for Legion on FX to debut next week, and we're super excited. And in, in, in lieu of that, uh, we want to sort of talk about who Legion is in the comics specifically, if any of you want to read some comics before the TV show comes out, although the TV show will be widely different from the comics, but just a little precursor. And in, in lieu of that, we're going to use that word a lot this today, <laughs> so I'm tired and I'm getting sick, is uh, we have the editor who worked on X-Men Legacy that... Uh, the last time Legion appeared in the comics, Daniel Ketchum with us. Hi, hello. Hello. So you actually, this is like your second, third time on our podcast? I feel like you've been I on know, our podcast I've before. I brought so much testosterone to the <laughs> Marvel podcast. <laughs> Although you were like, what if I was Sana on this podcast? That's, I mean, that's my favorite. When I pose as a son of Monet on all sorts of, on podcasts, Twitter, other media. <laughs> Just borrow one of her weaves. Uh, there's definitely we've definitely had a joke somewhere in many videos of her having a wig before and I, you wearing wigs that's my favorite so can I tell a story real quick sure. so when she did her TED talk I was so proud of her and I took a picture of her doing her TED talk and I tweeted um, so proud of Sana I'm on it her weave looks amazing today um, and some random person on Twitter was like uh, mm -hmm, that shit do look hot though <laughs> and I was like, this, this is my life. This makes my entire life. <laughs> well, uh, Sana did look great on her TED Talks. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, you guys can go watch that online. She talks about Ms. Marvel. This is all getting edited. <laughs> no, we're going to keep this in. I think it's fine. I mean, oh this is sort God. of like the way that this podcast rolls is just, <laughs> it's better than me in a room talking about myself. Anyways, so Legion. Legion, your favorite X-Men character. So who is David Haller? Uh, so Legion is the son of Professor Charles Xavier, who was the founder of the X-Men, uh, and Gabriel Haller, who is uh, the Israeli ambassador to the United Kingdom. Um, and he, Professor Xavier nursed Gabriel back to health when she was like in a mental hospital at one point in their past. Um, and during that time, they conceived a son. Um, and for a while, Gabriel was so afraid of what that meant. She wanted to keep this kid a secret because she knew that she just knew he was going to be a mutant. And he was going to be powerful and important and all that. Um, and lo and behold, that's what happened. Um, so she, so it was the son that Professor Xavier didn't know he had until, of course, there was a run in and, and Legion's powers um, manifested and caused all sorts of problems. Um, Legion, because, you know, Professor Xavier is the most powerful telepath on the entire planet. Uh, Legion, you know, of course, also was immensely powerful. Um, he had a weird little tick in his origin, though, where um, I think they were in, like, uh, an embassy in, like, Paris or something that came under attack by terrorists. Um, so, in you know, they were um, just traumatized by the event. Um, he and his mother were there when, when it was attacked. Um, and that's when his mutant powers manifested. And because it was so traumatic, um, it resulted in his powers manifesting in a way that mirrored um, multiple personality syndrome. Um, and so as a result, um, he has a number of personalities, um, and each one is tied to a different power. And so over time, this has been depicted in a number of different ways in the comics. Um, but the idea is always that, you know, like, let's say that he wants the power of uh, telekinesis. Well, there's this John Wayne-esque figure in his, in his mind, this adventurer who possesses that power. And there was this, like, um, sort of, like, brash uh, girl named Cindy who, who had the ability of pyrokinesis. And so each power is... is um, 
is tied to a different personality and, and different persona. So he would almost be like incredibly powerful, except for he's that quietly, like he gets confused within all the personalities. So he can't control his power. So thus he doesn't necessarily use user's power. Or? Well, it's weird, right? Because different writers have treated it different ways. Like in some cases, I mean, it's all it's all David Holler. It's all Legion. So in his mind, it's it's you know. Even if it seems like it's, you know, this, if it's, you know, Frank with the power to, you know, freeze things, on some level, it's still David. He just doesn't recognize that it's him. And so, in a way, his fragmented psyche um, perhaps is protecting itself from him being this, like, mega, super powerful mutant. Um, but we've seen him, in different cases, you know, be able to control all that power to differing degrees. Um, in the uh, X-Men Legacy book, for example, that I worked on with Cy Spurrier and Tenag Watt, um, there, there were devices where he could tap into the various personalities. Like, you know, there would be, oh, gosh, uh, Tyrannix, who was this little, like, monster with telepathy, and he would, like, you know, um, he would bring him over over and he would like kind of like grab him in his he had like these syringe fingers in his own mind and he would kind of um, tap Tarantz for his powers and then in the real world he would have that power. There was like a sumo wrestler who could fold space and when he needed that power he would go and he would tap that sumo wrestler and get that power. And so yeah over time different writers and different artists have done different things in order to represent how um, he's able to draw upon all these different powers. So what made you want to bring back Legion and give him his own book? You know, at the time, um, so X-Men Legacy was a title that I was editing, um, and we had sort of gone through a number of iterations of that book where we had moved from viewpoint character to viewpoint character. It was always sort of a, a solo X-Men book in disguise where it focused on one character. And at first it was Professor Xavier, um, X-Men Legacy being sort of like this classic X-Men title. So we went back to Xavier. And then from Xavier, it went to Rogue. Um, and at a point we were trying to figure out, well, who's the next character to helm this book? Um, and this was in the age of Marvel Now, the first time we did Marvel Now, where um, we were trying to figure out, well, what are, you know, what are the, like, the coolest hooks you can possibly get for each one of our titles? Like the things where you could go to just about anyone on the street and say, here's this book and, and, you know, pick it up now. It's totally new, totally different. You can just jump right in. And so X-Men Legacy, just playing with the name, I was like, well, Legacy, like, why don't we do something with Professor Xavier's son? Um, and, and at the time, not a lot had been done with the character. You know, he had appeared in New Mutants a little bit before that, written by Zeb Wells. Um, but, you know, as usual, he's sort of always written as, or it seemed like up to that point, he was often um, like a device, or he was a means to doing a story for the X-Men to participate in, and he was rarely like this, you know, fully formed character in himself. Um, and so I was like, that might be really cool to explore this mutant with this this crazy, not not just set of powers, but also this crazy setup. Um, and, and not only that, but there, there's so much room to explore the relationship between him and his father, which was perfect for a book like X-Men Legacy, a title like X-Men Legacy. Um, and so I went to Sysburg, who I'd collaborated with before, and Sy's the best. Sy, of course, was just like, I, I literally talked to him about it. He was like, cool, let me think on it. And in five minutes, he emailed me back and was like, I have 50,000 ideas. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, it just it, the book just sort of came together, and it, and it was um, not like any other X-Men book I've worked on, and it was a lot of fun, and um, I would, <laughs> I guess, this, this is the part where I make the pitch. I encourage you to check it out, um, probably on, what, Marvel Unlimited? I'm sure you can find I'm it. I'm sure it's on Marvel Unlimited, yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it's it's a fun, It's it ends up being a really fun self-contained story. It's only like, what, like 24 issues or something like that when all is said and done. And so you can sit down, you can probably read in an afternoon, where it's, yeah, Legion's adventures as, um, you know, the son of Professor Xavier trying to reconcile what it is to be a mutant with all these powers trying to do good while also living in the shadow of, you know, your father, who's arguably the most famous mutant ever. Before we get back to Legion, we want to chat about the next Marvel gear and goods crate from Loot Crate. We here at Marvel are loving this ultimate subscription box that's made for all you Marvel fans out there with items you can't get anywhere else. 
And for every X-Men fan out there, the next theme is Weapon X, featuring Wolverine and the all-new Wolverine. Look to be delivered an epic go bag, which we debuted on Thwip, the Big Marvel Show, and other fun gear that will set you up in a heroic fashion for any adventure that comes your way. And you can live the Marvel lifestyle for $39.99 a month, which is a value of over $80. You have until 9 p.m. Pacific on March 15th to subscribe. So head over to lootcrate.com slash marvelgear and use promo code MARVELWOMAN to save $3 on your subscription today. Now, back to Legion. And I think that it's it's interesting because it's a, it's told a little differently than like a comic is. It's not necessarily like a superhero tale per right, se. Right. You know, it's him in these different worlds of these different characters and also all the time dealing with his dad. Yeah. And like Professor Xavier in those elements. So Well that's that's one of my favorite things is that, you know, whenever you get a superhero story that has really personal stakes. You know what I mean? It's it's sure it's like, you know, who punches who in the face harder, but at the end of the day it's about Legion, his relationship with his father, and also there's a, a you know, lady love interest who shows up as well. Um, and I feel like, you know, that's what really made that memorable. It wasn't, and that's what made it one of the best usages of Legion in my mind. Is It wasn't just the fact that, you know, Psy came up with creative uses for Legion's powers because, you know, he can do anything. It's the fact that he, he really um, grounded it all in, well, but, you know, what does it mean when you have all this power and you have to live up to this legacy and also what this lady uh, feels about it all? Someone that you're trying to impress and love and da, da, da. I, it's just, it ends up being this really cool story where it's super crazy sci-fi but super human at the same time. Well, I mean, I think that's the one thing Marvel Comics does very well. Is, is I'd like to think so. Humanizing, <laughs> humanizing the Marvel, like these superhero characters, because they can seem a little out of this world. But when you bring, when you make them have real issues that like any fan at home has, it's they can adapt to it. I mean, obviously, most of us don't have like multiple personalities in our head that <laughs> have all these superpowers. Although, I mean, I don't, I don't know that that sounds like fun, but also sounds like a lot of work. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, well, one of the things I always say to my writers, though, um, one of my favorite, I guess, um, I don't know, like uh, adages or mottos that I, that I have as an editor is, you know, it's not, it shouldn't be about a story. It shouldn't necessarily be about the end of the world. It doesn't always have to be about the end of the world. More so, it should be about, well, what would the end of your character's world be? Like, for them, what is the thing that makes them get out of bed or what's the most important thing to them? And I think that as soon as you figure that out, that's where all the crazy stuff that happens with superheroes, all the, the buildings exploding and the, the planets colliding, all of that all of a sudden means something if it's if it's if it's rooted in that um and again that's where i think Sai really got it you know he all for all the trippiness and craziness of you know this mutant with multiple personalities and all the powers he really found a way to root it in some very human relatable things and, and i think that's what makes that book work so what do you think uh david haller gets out of bed for oh geez uh, you know um, I mean, you know, besides, uh, like, you know, an X-Men Legacy, for example, yeah, it's exactly that. It's, it's he's trying to reconcile. It, to give you a little bit of backstory for X-Men Legacy, his father's just passed away. Um, and so it's the fact that, you know, this thing, I think that in his mind he always thought, well, there's time for me to make this right, or there's time for me to repair this relationship or, and to make my father proud. And all of a sudden he's living in the face of the fact that he might not have that opportunity now or, or it's gone, you know. What does he do? And and that's really what starts him on his journey. Um, I think that's, you know, uh, again, a very human, relatable moment. Um, so, you know, I think it's that. I think it's it's him trying to prove something to his father and himself. And then eventually his love interest, Ruth. 
Well, uh, if you guys want to check it out, you can check out X-Men Legacy. It's all on Marvel Unlimited. Uh, what else are you working on right now, Daniel? Lots of X-Men. All the X-Men. Um, <laughs> we've got a number of great uh, series that are that are um, tying in right now with Inhumans versus X-Men, which is our big event right now where um, the Inhumans and X-Men are clashing over the basically the fates of both their species. Um, and then um, out of that, we have a number of new X-Men books that are launching. X-Men Blue, X-Men Gold, Generation X, Iceman, Jean Grey. Um, a lot of fun stuff. If you've loved, loved X-Men over the past decade or whatever, um, there's absolutely something for you because we're really trying to tap into all of um, the high over that time, you know. Um, I think people forget sometimes that, you know, we, there are plenty of Marvel employees, but we all work here because we love Marvel. And, and you know, the we love the story so much that we decide to, to make it our living, you know, our livelihood. Um, and so with each of these books that we're doing, we're trying to tap into, well, you know, Generation X is a book we loved. How do we tell that story now? And how do we update it? And, and, and so that's sort of um, what I've been up to for the past couple months is going through and building these books and trying to create like, you know, really, really fun X-Men stories that harken back to the things we loved as readers. Yeah, there's tons of a lot of amazing X stuff coming out of your offices lately. Oh, thank you. Yeah, mm. I feel like a lot of people have been paying attention to the X-Men <laughs> stuff. So, well, I want to thank you for joining us yeah, and uh, giving me, uh, the followers at home a crash course in Legion as they get ready for Legion to debut on FX. Uh, so make sure everyone tunes in for a all-new type of Legion as he debuts on February 8th, which is Wednesday, at 10 p.m. on FX. Uh, Legion follows David Haler, who is a troubled young man who may be more than human. Diagnosed as a schizophrenic, David has been in and out of psychiatric hospitals for years, but after a strange encounter with a fellow patient, he's confronted with the possibility that the voices he hears and visions might be real. Question everything when Legion appears February 8th on FX. So that's it. I think that's it. Everyone get ready. Yay! Uh, we'll be back next week with even more. Thanks again, Daniel. You're very welcome. Sana, get your favorite TV watch and weave. We're going to watch Legion on February 8th. <laughs> okay, we'll check you guys later. This is Marvel, your universe. <laughs>